Today we're starting a brand new series on the INFJ Hermit Mode Globe. I saw a lot of you were interested in that topic and I want to go deeper because there's so much potential there. And a lot of INFJs wrote me, well, I've been in Hermit Mode for two years. Is this ever going to end or I feel stuck? Well, we're going to talk about all of that because in my opinion and in my experience, it's never about going back out there. Ever. When you create your own version of your INFJ epic life, you start creating a new reality. You start connecting with people in a different way. And so the old world that you sort of left, you're never going to go back there. It doesn't mean that you won't have contact with those people or that you won't get into, you know, old situations or the same places, but you'll just be a different version of yourself. So it will never feel like you're going back to where you used to just in an improved version, but you know, you can start creating something completely new. Before we get started, I want to let you know, I created a poster for this. So it's a playbook of the INFJ Hermit Mode Glow Up. It contains all the 10 topics that we're going to cover this month. So make sure to download it so you can not only follow along, but you just have this reminder of, I can do this. Like there's so much potential there and I want all of you to use it. December is a perfect month to make it happen. So check out the link in the description, download the poster and follow along. Today we're starting with the very first topic, which is the initial phase. And that is you have to distance yourself from the people that are bringing you down. And just because some of you feel like you've been in the hermit mode for two years, this is another level because what we want here is to actually push ourselves to a place of how alone can we actually get? Because in most cases, all the relationship dynamics that you have are not healthy. That doesn't mean that the people in your life are not healthy. All of them, like we all have some negative traits that we carry within us. You know, you will never find a person who's all good for you, but it's all about how you connect with people. And if you yourself are, you you know, focusing on the things that are bringing you down. For example, a lot of INFJs focus on people who are suffering in their environment and they actually enable that. I still do that. Like I still have to catch myself and say, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because when you do this, it just brings you down as well. And you're actually not making the situation better. You're just suffering as well. So this is just one example, but the point here is to recognize all of those situations, all of those people, that you think are not only bringing you down, but that you're trying to prove yourself to. And very often it's this image in our mind of, oh, there are these groups of people, or very often you can put them in a car, so to say. You can probably think of four or five people that you can put into that category. So you can put them all in a car metaphorically and say, those are the people I think would judge me for the person that I am. Those are the people that I sort of wish they would come back and apologize to me, or they would accept me. And we really have to get to a place where we understand it's just not going to happen because first off they would have, if they wanted to, uh, you know, they would have done it by now. And second of all, we're looking at this from the perspective of our old version, which hasn't really said goodbye to that. So there's part of us that still wants that, you know, feedback that still wants that acceptance that still wants, you know, the outside world to tell us you're good enough. And as long as we hold on to that, we're never really going to get out of that. Sometimes we, you know, just distance ourselves from these people because we think I cannot put myself in the situation hoping they're going to like me. And so therefore I'm just, you know, I'm just going to keep to myself. So I'm not putting myself in the situation where I could get rejected, but doing that isn't enough 
because so often in our mind, we still have this notion of, you know, those people are judging me. If they knew who I was, they wouldn't accept it. So we're just hiding from this, you know, scenario, but we're still taking it with us. So I know this, I've experienced this many times. I remember when I was a teenager and I hoped I had like this cool group of friends and they would accept me and we would all have fun. I also remember situations where I understood that I could never again be part of the social scene that I sort of pretended to be part of. Like we as INFJs, we're very good actors. We're very good at being a chameleon. So we can, you know, pretend like we fit into a situation, but deep down we know this isn't our scene. And so we continuously just go through this in our mind of, you know, when am I going to find people who like me the way I am? When am I going to find people who not only accept me, you know, the way I want to be, but who actually bring fun to my life? And the only way we see those things sort of happening is, you know, connecting with some people who are sort of like that, but not completely. And so we always have this push pull of, I want to be close to those people, but they're actually not treating me right. Second of all, even if I pretend to be like they are, so they would sort of accept me, it doesn't feel the way it's supposed to be. So there's always something missing. So it's on us to really understand. I'm looking for an approval in, you know, certain people. I allow myself to get into situations that are not healthy for me. I allow myself to, you know, be the martyr. I allow myself to be the person who's always the savior, who always gives 70% into a relationship in the hope that I will get some kind of feedback of you're good enough and so on. And it's not about that person. It's about everything that we've experienced in our life. It's about our worldview. It's about how we see ourselves. Because if we have this image of ourselves of we are not enough, there's something wrong with us. There's something weird about us. And in a sense of, you know, you feel that. Like nowadays I can tell you, yeah, I know I'm sort of different, right? I know I'm not like most people. I know that, you know, my lifestyle is different, that I talk about different things than most people, but it doesn't feel like this. And that's the difference. I feel completely normal. I feel like everybody's like me. I feel like this is how it's supposed to be because first off, I don't have interactions with people continuously in a way who give me that kind of feedback of you're wrong. And second of all, I really have come to terms with this is who I am and I first have to accept it and then I have to start appreciating that. And we all have to get to this place because otherwise we're constantly are going to think something is missing in my life. I'm not getting the acceptance that I want from the people. And thirdly, it's just all about me being weird. Like I feel that, you know, that's what I mean with the difference. I know some things now theoretically, but it doesn't feel like that. But if we haven't really pulled out all of the potential from this hermit mode and really blossomed out of it, so pretty much glowed up, within that and use this as our foundation that is unshakable, then you still have this notion of something is wrong with me and that's why I'm never going to live the life that I want to live, which is happy and full of excitement and acceptance and so on. And we're feeling this because of all of the rejection we experienced as kids, as young adults, because we didn't know how to handle this situation. We didn't know how to really grow out of it because people will have a strong reaction towards you because you shake them, right? The way you present yourself, the way you truly are. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable because then they have to face who they are. 
And you know, as kids, we have just learned how to bypass all of this because this is our biggest skill. As kids, we want one thing for sure. We want to stay connected. We will do everything in our power not to get abandoned and we don't really rationalize it. And so we use the things that are in our toolkit. And what is our toolkit? Uh, one of our best tools is that we can pretend to be the person the other person wants us to be. We can do everything in our power to make the other person like us. And we have mastered this. Like so many of us are so skilled at this that we get to this place where we say, I'm doing absolutely everything for this person. That's why I'm giving 70%. I want to prove to them that I'm such a good person. They have no other choice but to like me. And that's the problem. If you would do just as much as the other person, not a single drop more, and people don't like you, they're not going to like you because you do more. They might want you to do more for them and they might like this dynamic, but first off, they won't really like you for who you truly are, but for what you're doing for them. And so you'll always feel some kind of disconnect because doing everything what they want means, you know, you are dimming your light, means you're hollowing yourself out, you're becoming this version that they want you to be, that they can mirror everything back on. And very often this version is somebody that they can push down, somebody that they can put all of their emotional trash in, you know, as in we're this emotional garbage bag who, you know, can just take and take and take all of people's pain, but you know, it doesn't really lead to anywhere. You're not getting appreciated. Actually, people never really get to know you and it becomes this vicious circle. But what is the alternative here? The alternative is for the INFJ to get to a place where they say, I have to start liking myself for who I am. And this is so much easier said than done. I'm sure all of us sort of say, I like myself the way I am. I thought so. I definitely thought so. And now looking back at it, not only do I know that I didn't really like myself, but on top of that, I'm way more open to the fact that I probably do things now that are not in my best interest either. And hopefully in five years, I'll know better, but to know for sure that there are definitely some tendencies within us that are not in our own best interest. And if we really liked ourselves, if we really appreciated ourselves for who we are, we wouldn't have those relationships. We wouldn't have people in our life who are toxic. We wouldn't stay in, you know, any kind of dynamic situationships, sort of friendships, you know, any kind of situation that is not all about appreciating us, valuing us and so on. So the first thing is to recognize this and to say never again. And that's not all. Because what we need to do then is to say, how would I have to act in a way that would sort of make me like myself more? But at the same time, all of those people that are toxic right now, they wouldn't like that version of me. So I actively have to make a choice to distance myself, you know, really from the inside out from those people. And that is all about making a choice. It's about saying, what is something that would make me feel more powerful, more, you know, in charge, more energized, more alive, which will lead to people liking me less. And in our mind, this is not just this one person. It's every single person in the world. Because what is happening is that we are living in a reality that is based on the only way I'm going to be liked is if I alter myself, 
if I do good things for others, if I prove to them that I care about them, and people are not going to like me for me liking me. People are not going to appreciate me for putting myself first. That's actually a clear sign for people staying away from me. And that is the best sign we should have, that this needs to change. And so if you distance yourself from people, it's not just about saying, oh, I'm just not going to connect with them. Because in our mind, there will still be this notion of, you know, there's a chance they might like me if I, you know, had interactions with them. And if I just show it up in a way that they would want me to be. But I'm not going to do this because I don't want to, you know, test it. I don't want to put myself in this situation. We have to take it a step further because this is where a lot of INFJs are. We believe we are in hermit mode, but we're not there all the way because to really distance ourselves from our old reality, to really distance ourselves from all of those relationships and all of those people, we have to really make that choice of what can I do that will prove to myself that I like myself and that inevitably will make people like me less. That meant for me, for example, I showed up extremely strong. I, for the first time, showed what I'm all about. I showed them how tough I can be, how I can be on my own, how I can say I don't care about anybody liking me. It feels like hell, but I can go through it. And at that moment, it was really this thought of, I live in Gotham City. That's how it felt like. Or the John Wick movies nowadays. You know, that, when I went through that, was before John Wick. And so I didn't have this connection. Or maybe there were some movies out, I'm not sure. But I definitely wasn't aware of that. But it felt like Gotham City. It felt like that John Wick world. Meaning, the world was dark. It was depressive like that. And I was convinced, I mean convinced, it will never ever get better. What I meant by this is I didn't think like, oh, this is just going to be a phase and then afterwards it's going to be sunshine and rainbow. No, the only thing I knew is I will be completely alone because deep down I have built up this belief that if I choose me, if I'm my strongest version, if I make sure that I put myself first, that I fight for a better future, that I, you know, just focus on me and express who I really am, nobody's going to want to be around me. Because the only way people like me is if I'm doing things for them. And I can only focus on them if I focus less on myself. And so this transition is incredibly hard. It's very taxing. But guess what? You're an INFJ. You can do hard things. Because this is a choice very well worth making. That you say, I will rather choose me. I will rather be alone. And I'd rather be disliked for who I am than to be liked for what I'm doing for other people or to be liked for, you know, who I'm pretending to be. To be liked for somebody I'm not. Because you deserve to be liked for liking yourself. That does not mean you can't do things for other people. That does not mean that you can use your gifts to make other people's lives better. But that is an afterthought. The first thought is... If I help people, then not at the expense of my own energy. If you feel like you have to dim your light in any capacity in order to have a connection with a person, and that can be a friend, that can be a coworker, that can be, you know, a, 
an intimate situation, whatever it may be, it's not good for you. And so this choice is really a life or death kind of situation. It felt like I'm dying. It felt like the life I knew so far is over with. And I just have to live in this dark Gotham city like world forever. And the only thing, the only thing that I told myself is, I don't know if we'll get any better. What I can do is, is to fight, to make tomorrow a little bit better than today. And it will be in this dark world, like it won't change. That's how I thought at that moment. It won't change because that's how it truly felt. But at least I will do my best in my power to make tomorrow better than today. And with this attitude, this entire hermit mode becomes like a whole new dimension. It becomes like this new kind of animal that you can slay, that you can conquer. And then you come out of this entire hermit mode with such new strength, with such a new attitude, with so much more energy and joy for life. It's not even funny, but we have to go through that process. And so it really starts with distancing yourself. And that does not only mean that you just don't have contact with people like that anymore, but that you actively do something in the real world, whatever it may be, you start showing up as this version and you know that this version is not going to be liked by others. I can't even tell you that it's not going to be liked by them, but it's going to be liked by you because at that moment, you don't like yourself. If you liked yourself, you wouldn't have made those choices that go against your energy. The choice that we have to make at this moment is to say, I choose me. Yes, there are parts of me that might be ugly, that might be hard, that might be unlovable, but they are mine. This is who I am and I'm done playing a role. This is how we used to be as kids. And then we learn to sort of navigate, you know, the connection with other people but it was always at the price of who we really were. And now is actually time to dig deeper and to say, I'm going to bring that part of me up. I'm going to bring it out and I'm going to live it out because being you is what makes you feel alive. So even if you don't like those parts about yourself, they are part of you. You are strong. You are spirited. You have so much energy. You have so many topics that are important to you that others might not care about. Bring them out. That's what it's all about when it comes to distancing. It's about pushing everybody away who cannot handle who you truly are and to actively make that choice of I'm going to be the biggest, best version of myself that I can be because that's what makes me feel alive. And if I push absolutely everybody out, then that's the price I'm willing to pay. Trust me, this is the start of it all. This is how you get it to the next level. And there's so much more to come after this. In the next videos, we're going to talk about how to make that next day better, how to actually, you know, create all of those things that really make you glow up. But it can all start and get to like this amazing place if you allow yourself to first go really deep and then we go broad. Remember to download the poster in the link in the description so you have the playbook to this INFJ Hermit Mode Glow Up that we're focusing on entire month of December and I can't wait to see you in the next videos. If you wanna watch another video now that is in line with today's topic that gives you an overview of what we're doing, then watch the video on the five steps how an INFJ glows up during Hermit Mode. I see you in the next video, guys. Bye.